The Coffs Coast 186.3, Triple M, it's Moffy in the morning. And look, there's been a lot of discussion at the moment around the Coffs Harbour boat ramp. It's always had problems, but then it seems to have been accelerated over the last sort of 12 months or so since the work started on extending that groin wall with the build-up of the sand. Now, we've spoken several times to the director of Mido, Darren Woods. Plenty of times we're getting a response saying it's the weather, the East Coast lows, and, you know, they're, they're working on trials and things like that. We've got a dredge coming back on the 7th of November for a month. What happens after the 7th of December until February, who knows? One man, though, who does have big concerns, and he's a boatie himself, is Shane. He's on the phone right now. Morning, Shane. G'day, Muffy. How are you, mate? Good, mate. Look, it is a debacle, isn't it? Oh, mate, it's becoming an absolute nightmare for us. In particular, we like to fish, obviously. We, we enjoy going for our fish, and it sort of keeps our mental health uh, in check, um, working seven days a week. However, we'd have plenty of time to fish now, mate, because the work that we do is based around um, boating and repairing boats for people, um, and we don't have very much of that work because no one's utilising their boat here in Coffs Harbour at the moment. So, yeah, our work has substantially dropped off and speaking with other companies in the area in particular tackle shops, they're saying that their income has substantially dropped. Because, Shane, I mean, this is the other point about it as well. There's the safety aspect of the fact of people, you know, when they they go out there or if they can't get out there, but then the other side of the coin is the businesses that benefit from the fishing industry here in the Coffs Coast. Yeah, 100%, Moffy. I've... um I went out a couple of weeks ago and it was a dreaded time getting out through the mouth on high tide um, of the ramp. Um, after a great day's fishing out, out there in the in the ocean, we come back in and I tell you, I was near throwing up um, with the thoughts of coming back through there. You've got surfers that are um, surfing the waves that are coming off the boat ramp. Mm. You're in a boat that weighs over two tonne. Um, as a skipper of a boat, you're 100% responsible for any damage that you cause. Um, and you've got no choice but to go fast to get your boat to sit up on top of the water to get over the sand. Um, and meanwhile, you're dodging kids. What's it going to take, mate? Is it going to take someone to get injured, to get even killed, worst case, before well, it that way. it's taken it would, seriously? It would seem that way, Moppy, because um, I've had endless conversations with our local member here. Um, I've spoken to him about the potential chance of injury. I've spoken to him about the loss of business. And I, I can tell you, he's, a, he's actually very nice to talk to. He's... Um, been great to me. However, Darren's been supposed to call me now for three days and I haven't received a call from him. Hence the reason I've reached out to you, Moffy, to try and get a bit of assistance for the locals here coming up to Christmas. We've all got things we want to do during our Christmas holidays and it usually involves boating, but it doesn't look like that'll be something we can do. Your experience with this, I'm not. I had someone say to me the other day, you know, the problem too is that you go out maybe in the morning and you've got to get back in a lot earlier than what you normally would. Otherwise, you're going to be out there for many, many hours later than you planned because you've got to work in with the fact that you can't get in on a close to low tide or, or as the, the tides are changing. 100%. You've got to stay until the tide suits to come home. And even then, I still see it as a, as a massive risk. If there's any type of swell at all, because it's so shallow, the waves are no longer rolling through there. They're breaking through there. So you've got to make a decision to go across and you've got to be committed and you've got to go. And when you've got to go, if something's in front of you, even if you back off with a boat, the wave's going to pick you up and throw you on top of whatever's in the way anyway. 
We can't get a response from them to admit that they've stuffed up here with the wall and that that's what's causing it. Everyone's saying to me, Moffy, it's the wall that they've put out there. You know, it, it's changed the current. It's done this and that's causing the sand buildup. All we keep getting is, oh, it's the weather and the East Coast low. Do you cop that? There's 100 years of proof that it's not that. Mm. So I don't know, maybe 100 years wasn't recorded correctly or maybe all of us didn't go fishing every day like we always have done. But um, the fact is, mate, that they won't admit it. They've spent $14 million and it's of of our money. Um, We're not getting a response from them to fix the problem. And it didn't happen for 100 years, but it happened now. And the only change I can see is the wall. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm silly. Maybe I need a degree. Well, Shane, I I've, I, you talk about the money spent. Um, we asked how much, you know, has been spent with the dredging and, and stuff like that. And they're told, oh, that doesn't come from the project. That comes from our dredging fund. Uh, at the end of the day, it's still coming from taxpayer dollars. Um, so we've we've put in a note to them to get a response on how much so far has been spent just on dredging, uh, regardless of what bank account it comes out of? No, I don't see how it makes a difference, mate. Like I said, I'm a business owner and we do multiple jobs. But at the end of the day, the bottom line is what, what matters and it's coming out of taxpayers' money. And surely if they continue to empty the bucket, the bucket can't remain full. Mm. How confident do you feel about success of it getting fixed? <laughs> no one will admit that it's their fault, I don't think. Mm. Um, they're going to try and rectify what they've got. They're going to try and prove that the wall is correct and it's going to all work. The confidence of getting that fixed, I think it'll just be an ongoing cost. I think they're going to have to spend money continuously to continue to keep that open. And I think it'll be forever a problem. Yeah. Shane, thanks for your time this morning, mate. Good on you, mate. Thank you for um, having me. No worries at all. There he is, Shane's, uh, you know, a keen Bodie, but also, too, his business relies on the boating industry and, and that's dropped off because of the state of our boat ramp because they can't seem to get it right or admit that they got it wrong. It's Triple M.